When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. going on everybody hello welcome to around the horn here on crier media my name is ray route toronto's pride and joy to my left we got our resident angry american nerd mr (laughs) producer mike below me we got chef extraordinaire (laughs) we've got shit disturber we've got um you know what i was thinking about him this weekend because i went and got a haircut and i thought another thing ryan lindley can't do that i can do uh we've got ryan lindley and to (laughs) (laughs) and to his left my right we've got a special guest with us from the daily eager beaver podcast correct close enough close enough the eager beaver podcast (laughs) the true north eager beaver podcast true north eager beaver yes i I screwed it up that's a great job great job ray i was on his show the other day and screwed it up when i was trying to tell you where i was i forgot to open my notes i knew i just referred to it as the eager beaver we've got our guy douglas connor by the way uh eager beaver is the greatest name for a podcast ever so kudos oh to you. cool can we get an Thanks applause so Ryan? Can you yeah applause machine? that's 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 pretty good yeah, yeah you know what it yeah well and i was God. <laughs> and i was true north before the other ones came about so yeah. yeah yeah that's right the og it's there's actually an eager beaver restaurant in uh niagara falls no way and, really yeah i'm thinking you guys need to go there and do a, a live stream a pubcast a pubcast from there because you guys do those saturday pubcasts if you guys aren't aware the uh true north mm-hmm. eager beaver does a uh a live to air from a, a local pub in ottawa uh yeah, once a month. pump yeah it's really good i was trying yeah. to convince them to take jagger shots on the weekend but uh <laughs> did it work no <laughs> No, I know there's Paul there... wouldn't do it. Apparently, he projectile vomits if he drinks a Jaeger. Which which made me like want to do it Roman more, bath. right? Which right? made me want to do it more. I was trying to push it even more. I was like, well, you know, what the clicks we would have got content. on that. I tried to bring the kids in with peer pressure. I was like, do it, do it. Some of the kids on the top are going, do it. <laughs> the micro content alone. Oh, that'd God. be millions. The, the clicks you would have went viral at some point listen we went viral on our our past podcast who's got next we were 14 million on a, on a short 
Um, it's the greatest thing in the world. And ours was about an alligator. It's stupid things that make you go viral. It's nothing good. It's idiotic things that make you go viral. That would have made you, that would have been millions. Oh yeah. I loved it. Um, so thank you. you How do you change your, uh, how do you guys, do you guys know anything about the settings on the stream? I've never like the, uh, this is like new territory to me. What are you trying to do? I know. Well, cause my name, uh, it's still got the lens report. That's that's uh that's we're retiring the lens report. I got to put the new one in there. How do yeah. I change that? I know so, how I did it. I went go... to settings. No, it's not settings. <laughs> are we gonna do this on the air? We are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to remember. Mike, do you remember how to do it? So when you sign in before you join the room, it should actually yes. like prompt you with the two names. You have to change it there. It was only the one name, but thank you for using your IT voice. That was really nice of you. Like. He deals with this how all did day he, long. How did you know? Did you know? <laughs> that was his IT. It hey, was idiot. This it is was. how you do it, you fucking moron. <laughs> a moron. <That's... laughs> you wouldn't believe how quickly you can go from what the fuck to oh no, no problem. How can I help you? <laughs> oh, that's funny. I saw the extra box. I just didn't know what to put in there. Is it getting? <laughs> oh, I, Douglas, I wasn't going to say anything, and I'm not going to touch that one because I'm a gentleman. Um, one of these things is not like the others. <laughs> one of these things. <laughs> Douglas doesn't know what to do it's with the thing getting, to put right? in the extra box, he said. Getting sauced? Getting sauced? Not getting oh, come sauced. On. Yeah. <laughs> uh, subtle. Real subtle. <laughs> uh, speaking of getting sauced, I heard there's some stuff going. I heard I'm doing some stuff on uh, April 1st and 2nd. Mm -hmm. Are you? Yeah, Dean Blundell tweeted it out last night that. Uh, <laughs> 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 What's going on? So... What's going on April first and second, Ryan? Well, you tell us. It's your gig. Uh, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> so back. April first and second, uh, getting sauce, the newest podcast to the uh, Dean Blundell, or sorry, the Crier uh, Media Network, um, is taking over the food truck at Cheese Boutique in Toronto at Forty Five Ripley Avenue, and uh, yeah, we're going to uh, launch this podcast with a bang. I think. Uh, Rumor has it, this isn't confirmed 100%, but uh, our friend and cinematographer, Army Chris, will be making the trip as well yes! to come down and shoot this. And, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're wrapping up some details on that to this week. Um, yeah, it's going to be a great time. Saturday, Sunday, 11 a.m. until we sell out. Uh, we were there yesterday. Uh, myself, it's Monday now, but uh, I, I keep on having, I forget we're not live. We're not actually live live. No, but it was yesterday for you. Uh, yesterday for me. So Sunday, uh, myself, Blundell, um, my brother-in-law, and Ashley went down to Cheese Boutique. We hung out with Afram and Alex. Our, our contacts are our good, our good friends. We got our um, supplies all together. We got some wholesalers set up. We got some details hammered out, and we will be there. And we will be there um, selling a lot of really good food. We got the diner burger. We got the Hogtown slider. We got, Ryan's uh, been sending me pictures of the fucking test food, and he's just irritating me beyond belief. Like, <laughs> oh, look how fucking delicious this looks. These are the text. Douglas, remember I told you I just get idiotic texts from this guy all day? This yes. is what I get. Oh, look at the butter tarts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look at the slider. Oh, yeah. how come? Oh, wait, wait, wait. How come I don't get these texts? I'm I should the, put it in our, uh, I, our DMs. I, I know. What the? What the? Well, are you I, are you coming, Mike? You said you might be coming. I told you, you. I got I got to see if I can take the jet up that day. Busy. <laughs> like it's like an eight hour drive from Boston. I know the burger's worth it. 
You gotta yeah, test it. I was just you only have to stop twelve times. It. You only have to stop twelve times on the way here. <laughs> you got that small little bladder? Is that the problem? <laughs> no, he's got that electric car. He's yeah. got an Elon. Oh, he's got an Elon. <sighs> oh, yeah, sorry. Ryan. Well, if you leave on like Tuesday. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll just. I mean, I'll this just, Tuesday. Yeah, you I'll should just, get there by the first. Yeah. I'll just bunk with Ray. It'll be fine. Against his will. I'm here That's to right. stay. All right. Okay. Seven, eight, eight so, yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. April 1st and 2nd. It's the uh, Cheese Boutique. Check out crier.co for the details. The menu's up there as well. We've been throwing some cool uh, promo videos. We did some micro content while we were there yesterday as well. That's all over our social media. And uh, you can follow us at Instagram at getting underscore sauced. Uh, or getting sauced pod, I think it is at getting underscore sauced on Twitter. That's what it is. A uh, little bit of housekeeping on my side. I got a message from somebody on Twitter the other day that our podcast is not coming up on Google Podcast. I don't know what's going on. Our RSS is shared everywhere. Um, the, I'll be uh, truly behind the scenes stuff. Cryer doesn't even have our RSS. They have an old RSS for a podcast. That's the link that moves our podcast. I know it's up on Spotify. I know it's up on Apple Podcasts. So if you're looking for the audio version of this, you can find it for sure on Spotify and Apple. Uh, our head of production, Chris Rook, and I are trying to solve why it's not showing up everywhere because we we have the approvals. Like we can see it's approved everywhere. We don't know why things. I know that. Google podcast is turning into YouTube podcast. So I don't you know see if, that, if that's screwing things up. So oh, that yeah. may be it, but we should be available wherever you get your podcast, but we'll, we're looking into to solving these glitches because I'm the one that does all the real work on this show and I have to solve all this stuff. Anywho. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Great job doing a fantastic yeah, yeah, bang well, up. I, I, bang I up job. I, everything is. The artwork is done. The fucking episodes are up. The the micro content is up. I am working my ass off. I watched you producing a nighttime show of the Eager Beaver, and I just talked shit about you the whole time because you deserved it. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I, dude, I'm so got... tough in the YouTube chat. I'm so tough in the YouTube chat. <laughs> <laughs> you want right, to talk about? You want to talk about? You're a good trash talker. Yeah. <laughs> by the way Douglas, oh. i cannot tell you how excited i am because every time i get a text message from ryan <laughs> and the notification pops up on my screen as mr otter it makes me the happiest person in the world because that is what ryan lindley's name on my phone is now is mr otter and it's the oh, greatest thing fantastic and now ryan came up with uh, an animal name for me and i'm all for it it's okay. the, uh, what, what was it? It was, it was, I was long... thinking like the duck build platypus. Yes. I love it. Yeah. The duck build platypus. Mr. Mr. Duck bill platypus. I, I said believe. I would own that. I would the, own that. The duck bill platypus. Just the, the, the like prince. No, no. Cause we're all misters and misses around that beaver lodge. I want it to be awkward to say. So Mr. Duck build platypus is very awkward to say. I can't wait to try and say it when I'm nine rise deep. That'll be great. Listen, <laughs> I'm uh, and I'll own Listen, it. I, I will own that shit. All right, uh, we only got 50 minutes left. Uh, oh. If anybody doesn't know, when Ryan and Douglas got on a podcast together, it goes till three in the morning. So we yes. need to, uh, and then I get yelled at for it, like it's my fault. Yes, but here we go. All right, <laughs> here's my here's my today. All right publicly calls me out 
I'm up, it's 3.30 in the morning, I blame Ray. Like, I'm sleeping, how is this my fault? Just because I called you at midnight and said, come on the podcast with me, and then left? I want everybody to remember that Ray's the one that keeps checking the clock like he's big fucking Ben in here, <laughs> and then keeps on straying from what his topic is, so let's just keep that in mind. I'm going to power play this. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> All right. So I had about 10 different topics going into today, and then something came to my attention right before the show started, and this is what I want to talk about. All right. So there are all the uh, – and I want to – for the new audience, because I know there's a new audience that doesn't know me. I am – and everybody here can contest – apolitical. I know nothing about politics. However, I know the difference between – right-wing Twitter accounts and left-wing Twitter accounts. Right-wing Twitter accounts are going crazy right now because this guy or this woman, born a man, now a woman, revealed herself as a transgender to her father on the Dr. Phil show. And the father had a total meltdown about it. Like he was just, he was heartbroken. And, you know, the whole thing is, I can't believe she would do this to her. Or why, how could he, they kept saying, do this to his father on national television. Yada, yada, yada. So here's my topic. If you were invited by somebody you love to go on Dr. Phil, Jerry Springer, The Maury Show, would you not just be ready for some fucked up shit to happen? Like, why are people, it's like you get invited by your wife to go on Jerry Springer. Let's assume it's real. You get invited by your wife to go on Jerry Springer. Do you think you're there just to talk about how great your fucking relationship is? You know what I mean? Okay, I so don't understand. Not surprising you your stupid life. Say that again, Douglas. <laughs> She's not surprising you with a second honeymoon. No. <laughs> so my question is, A, do you think any of this shit is real, including Dr. Phil, who, by the way, isn't a psychologist? It's kind of like Jordan Peterson. But... Um, <laughs> Wasn't he like a plumber or something? <laughs> His wife's an actual psychologist. Like she's an actual doctor. Yeah. He's oh, yeah. not a doctor. But there, so anyways, the right wing is flipping right now. Flipping yeah. that this kid would do it on national television. If you were this kid's father, though, would you not be fucking wouldn't you be questioning why you're on Dr. Phil and not like I wouldn't show up? Would you show up? That's what I'll ask you. If your kid invited you to go on Dr. Phil, would you even would you show up to the taping? If my kid did, I probably would because it's my kid and I'm figuring they got something to tell me that they can't tell me otherwise. otherwise. But I would not be going there like chin up, ass out. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's I mean, an amazing analogy. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> if we this got is how you're tell me to fine, boring. I'll do it. Like, <laughs> it's like, I've seen enough Bugs Buddy to know that when there's like a little white dot on a black background, it's a train. <laughs> i love how everybody even after all these years we pretend that we it's a surprise everybody knows what they're going in to do this is not this has been this has been exposed this is and it's just like the the what's her name judge judy it's yeah, yeah whatever gets judged the, the judgment is paid for by the tv show um you're wait what do you mean yeah you're just <laughs> You're just going to get, uh, you're just going going for the fanfare and the and the and the story, right? So you're being paid to tell your story. Uh, would I go? <sighs> what if Ashley invited you? No, uh, I, I, you know, because we, 
it's mm. it's hard to it's hard to say yes or no because we do that like we have that relationship where we would have t- we we don't we don't not talk about shit so it'd be hard to it would be hard to blindside me um and and that's exactly what they they try to make that show all about right so i just i i can't put myself in that position i just can't because i know that it's unless you're like some slack-jawed hick from Pisswater, Utah, that's not very smart and doesn't have cable, you know, I, I don't know. And I'm just wondering, too, have these kind of shows, a big trend on TikTok, are people live streaming coming out to their parents, right? Like, it's it's a live stream of coming out to their parents. Mm-hmm. And it's a trend that I haven't understood, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's a trend. Like, I just feel like, like, isn't that something you'd want to do privately and not broadcast to the entire world and have your videos played over and over and over again? But with the combination of social media and these Dr. Phil shows and this kind of this, has this sort of like encouraged this or is just is clout more than the reality at this point? I'm wondering if... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Doug. I think there's a whole bunch of things. You know, we have also the the whole culture of attention and, you know, your 15 minutes. I mean, I've had to come out, right? Yeah. (laughs) I've been through that experience before all of that. And no, that's not something... Because we... One of the things that some of us don't learn when we come out, when we're on this side of the rainbow, is that by the time we get to the point where we accept ourselves enough to actually come out and tell someone... The person we might be telling might be finding out just then and it's like okay you've had two three years to come to terms with it or how long and i'm telling you and i'm hoping for total and complete acceptance which does happen but um sometimes people need a little time to get used to that news right right? so it's uh so to do that on for me to do that on tv i why would i put somebody else in that position or on TikTok, right? Like, yeah, it's TikTok almost like a, they're holding somebody's feet to the fire. And I'm wondering if it's a subconscious um, try at um, like forcing them into the acceptance of it. You know, the modern day breaking up at the restaurant, right? Yeah, so like you for- can't get too mad because you're in public, right? Can't yeah. make a scene. Yeah, I'm wondering if there's a bit of that involved on on top of the clout chasing and the the society that we live in now and the psychology behind everything's for clicks right like and and when you can take something like that and make it into something for like i just think it takes because i i come at, i come at it from a different perspective i come at that as a rite of passage for the person that's trying to 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 come out to you know I, obviously i haven't been in that position but at the same time i would think it would be almost a sacred moment in their life to go to their you know their mom who loves them their dad who loves them their whatever brother sister whoever and almost almost as sacred as i guess i can't really compare it to that because people do engagements like that all the time you know like hey listen this is who i really am um and if i guess i guess it's all dependent on the on the situation right yeah, I just I think where where I get weirded out by it is just this this it's not even just this scenario. It's this generation we live in now and I as I say this as we're broadcasting live on the internet. You know what I mean? But it's this yeah. this this 
but I don't think like I would come on here and drop some like serious like I wouldn't come on here and be like, hey guys, I have lung cancer, I got six months to live. You know what I mean? I might tell my audience in one way, but it wouldn't be about clout chasing. Um, so Douglas, actually, I have a question directly for you, mm -hmm. if we can, around this subject, because I'm a TikTok guy. Everyone knows that I like, I don't really post, but I love like Love TikTok, right. mostly dogs, right? I'm like, I my wife always says my TikTok for you page is like a middle-aged housewives, right? It's just dogs and children. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but I see some of these videos some days, like people are in their car and they're like, you know, my mom threw me out of the house because I came out and blah, blah, blah. And it's this whole, like every day it's a new post about their struggle. And then yep. they finally admit, no, this was just an act. You know, this was me playing yep. a character. My parents are very supportive and, and, and this and that. As somebody who had to, to, to go through coming out and live society, live in a society, and I mean, I'm just, I'm making an assumption. You also probably would have came out at a time when this was less accepting in society. You know what I mean? There was a, a, a lot. I mean, not that it's even, I'm not even going to pretend that it's fully accept, accepted mm. now across society, but it was even worse back in the day. When you find out these people are doing this, do you take that for the entertainment value or does that irritate you that people are, are, are faking this sort of thing just to get the clout on, on the internet? To be totally honest, I didn't know that was happening until you just mentioned that to me. Okay. Uh, I'm not impressed. Let's put it that way. I mean, I'm not impressed. I mean, when I came out, it was 1989. Uh, I lived in Ottawa, and it was the gay bashing capital of Canada. Uh, you had to make sure when you were back in the day, the bars in Ontario were open till 1, but in Quebec were open till 3. And since we're a border city, there was a lot of interprovincial travel. Well, when you were coming back at three o'clock, you had to be careful because there were people that would throw people off the bridge or off the escarpment at Major Hill Park. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. I mean, it was that people would print pamphlets about where not to work at, walk at certain hours of the wow. night. Right. Wow. That's when I came out. That's the way it was. Uh, there was one particular crime that was like really bad. There was a guy that was walking downtown, two people mugged him. Uh, and then, uh, well, they, they found out he was gay, clearly. They mugged him. And then when they mugged him, they had his address in his wallet. And then they went to his house and tried to finish the job and lock oh, him. Oh, come on. After stabbing him with a screwdriver many times. I mean, it's just, it's, it was, you know, and, and stuff like that still happens. Uh, but that was what led to having the first um, police liaison committee, which led to, to the first hate bias crimes unit, which led to hate crimes legislation, which led, you know, to hate speech laws and, all that kind of stuff. That that one particular incident is what kicked all that off. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 not impressed, uh, but we're also in the age of Jesse Smollett's, right? Um, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, they's everybody. Um, when you hear, especially Ryan and I say this a lot, when we talk about uh, straight white privilege, male straight white privilege, the definition of we could walk down any bridge is the the straight white privilege yeah. you know what i mean it, it's and hearing these stories not i mean heartbreaking shocking but it always kind of gives me retrospective of the shit i don't deal with does that make sense to everybody like it's the shit yeah. i don't yeah. have to deal with because of who i am and mike from a different standpoint you and i have have spoken on the show you know like you've had to live with a disability and the things you've had to deal with because of it, because of people's, you know, and, and uh, I was telling Ryan the other day when about some stuff, but um, Mike doesn't like other people with disabilities. He yells at them. 
Butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a bad uh I'm not a card carrying member of the community. No, yeah. but but you know, just the shit, you know what I mean? And it it's just I don't know. It, it's like what Douglas said and stuff Mike has no. told me, it just gives me that retrospective of like this is the definition of privilege. Like people shouldn't get mad when when right. things like white privilege is said because this is exactly what it is. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, we don't have these problems. <laughs> We don't have people looking at us and thinking, I hate you. And they don't really know why, but they know they hate you because they've been taught to hate you. Yeah. Or just weird stuff. Like you're walking down the street and then somebody's just like driving by in the car really quickly. And it's like, Faggot. you know, that's your, what? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, why? yeah. Like nobody's nobody. Like if somebody <laughs> drove past me and yelled honky, I wouldn't bat an eye and be like, yeah, okay. I'd probably okay. laugh. Truth, I, I, I really would laugh. Start laughing. Hey. I'd be like, "Yep, yeah, I'm laughing." <laughs> now. Right? That's, uh, like, yeah, it's not the same thing. Yeah, it's like I said. <laughs> I, I, I've said it, and Louis C.K. said it the most brilliant is, "I'm a straight white man. You can't even hurt my feelings." <laughs> you know, like it's you just can't. <laughs> and if if you had a choice, if the reincarnation was real. Um, would you like to do that again? Absolutely. One up again, please. I will take that again. I will be the straight white guy again, please. Yes. In a first world country. Yes. Sign me up table for two. <laughs> Thank you very much. You know, of course I would. Who wouldn't? Yeah. I, yeah. You know, no, I, it's, it's crazy. It's yeah. why when I see, especially straight white males, the especially play the victim card, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Oh man, it's, it's reverse racism. I'm like, I'm They're, sorry. There's there's no such thing. You know what I mean? Critical I, race theory is trying to erase us. They're trying to make drag queens normal so that straight people aren't anything anymore. We have to keep making babies. They're not making any babies. It's the worst fucking argument I've ever heard. Oh, it makes me mm -hmm. it, it makes me sick. And it just and you guys know I don't engage in these conversations. It's not who I am. I'm more of just no. a fuck you. And I just, just <laughs> I disengage. With these. Like I block a lot. People know I block a lot on Twitter. You know yeah. what I mean? Like as soon as I see homophobic people, shit, no. I'm just like block. As soon as I see trans no. transphobic shit, block. I'm like I don't because you're not going to listen to me. That's the whole thing. No matter what <laughs> I say, like nothing I say is going to make sense to you. So I'm just like mm. fuck you. Block. On we go. Yeah. Um. So sorry guys. <laughs> Two weeks ago I brought up 9/11. Today I brought this up. So it's uh you know I. But on that, what's the, the reason why I'm not impressed though is that about forty percent of street youth are LGBTQ, two spirit, you know, questioning, identifying, right? So within that community, they're overrepresented. So the stories that they tell, right, are things that actually are happening to people. So when mm -hmm. it turns out that it's like, nah, I was just like acting it you know it can reduce someone's inclination to be empathetic right or just or okay well yeah are you scamming me or are you is this the real deal and now you're placing these people in a position to have to prove themselves yet again right so it's that's the part that doesn't impress me it's like if uh, you could pretend to be like some supernatural being you can pretend like don't pretend to be a real you know, if you're going to cosplay something, cosplay something fantastical that yeah. we know you're not, right? Don't do not do like, it, it's like MPs or something like that that say, you know, like for, for two weeks or for one month, I'm going to live on a, on a welfare salary. Like, 
yeah. don't do starvation porn for take back for the night thing yeah right it's like just if you've got the imagination to do that and play that well you can be an ogre you can you know be a witch from lala sikapotopufa land right you can you know, you can be a, a, a pink elephant that walking a tightrope uh, with holding an umbrella right with polka dots i mean you can be anything so just do that right ryan i got your halloween <laughs> costume buddy that is the look that is the look. I was just uh, <laughs> was saying you were talking about politicians doing it, then you said ogre, and I thought, well, I thought you meant Michelle Fieri, but I maybe oh. I, was, <laughs> I was reaching. Um, All right, so I don't, <laughs> I truthfully don't want to, I don't want, I truthfully don't want to get off this subject. I think that it's, I have a lot more things in my head to ask and say, but I think we will move on. We've got three other to get to. Um, Christ, I started this off hot. Uh, Douglas, so now you see how the show works. You got to come have, here. You got to make everybody uncomfortable. You got to kind of questions. What kind of pasta sauce down. do you guys like? <laughs> Damn it, you stole my thing. <laughs> Douglas, you're up, buddy. You go next. You're, you're next on the horn. I didn't know whether to go late or how it was going to be serious. So uh, this time I went serious. But if you have me back on again, I'll go late. Uh, but I was listening to the news this morning and I heard this story about uh, this. Uh, Canadian boxer named Caitlin Clark, uh, who had went to the 2017 National Boxing Championships, but she doesn't much remember or anything because her coaches try to make her lose 10 pounds really, really, really quickly to get her into another weight class. And then, you know, all bunch of other kinds of abuse. And I'm thinking that we've heard similar things in Gymnastics Canada. We've heard it from Rowing Canada. We've heard it from Alpine Ski Canada. Lord knows we've heard it from Hockey Canada. And then some. It's not just losing 10 pounds that's going on over there. Um, yeah. What the frick is it that attracts these types of people to sports? Because this is like, okay, I could in one sport, one federation, but this seems to be all over the place. It's This is ridiculous. What is it that attracts these people to sports that treat these people so poorly? Because the, the competition of sport, and I'll, I'll share a little thing about my past, the competition of sport for a lot of people and especially coaches mean more than the person who's doing it. So I was a football player as I was an offensive lineman. And then when football season finished, I was a wrestler. Okay. So what I went through was I had to put on weight during football season and then I had to cut weight during wrestling season. Right. Right. So right. my body was constantly going and then I would cut weight all winter during wrestling season. And then the summer would come and I'd spend the whole summer putting weight on. Right. for for football season and i would go up and down yep i did a coach's clinic a few years ago um it was through uh i want to i think it was the ontario soccer association and they said the number one mistake that coaches make is they believe the game is about them and not about the athlete right mm. and i think that that's where we we get into these these situations the coaches think they're doing what's best for the athlete but they're actually hurting them in other ways. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't even know. That's not only the coaches, right? We even like the board of directors, like that whole hockey Canada thing. When the guy yeah. says, Oh, okay. All that happened. Uh, well, give me a chance to show. I can fix it. Like screw you, dude. <laughs> like, where does this sense of entitlement come from? And where, and why is it so hard to get these people out? I don't know. I'm uh because it seems widespread. I mean, we lost Kaylee Humphreys to the U.S. Yeah. She yeah. was going to that type of stuff, too. I mean, it's yeah. just, it just seems to be absolutely everywhere. 
Sorry, fuck Ryan. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Holy fuck, it's moving. How about them sends? Do do you need two minutes, Ryan? Do you need two minutes? Yeah, can you take me out for a second? Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I'm going to tell everybody. Ryan is dealing with like a tarantula in his house right now. (laughs) Really? Yeah, he put in the group. I'm sorry. That's why I started laughing when you were talking about something serious because he writes, there's a fucking spider on the wall next to me the size of North fucking Dakota. (laughs) So you're going on this serious fucking thing and I'm fucking trying not to start pissing my pants laughing as I'm reading this. I love it. I love Ryan so much. (laughs) It's probably like, I'm just going to burn the house down. I'm just going to burn the house down. (laughs) Quick, the sledgehammer. Ryan, are you ready to come back in? He's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There we go. I I couldn't tell if you were doing thumbs up or giving one second. I was trying to. (laughs) No, I. um... (laughs) Where's the rewind on this thing? (laughs) So I make. I got to tell you a really funny thing sorry sorry douglas i didn't mean to walk on you thank you no, 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 welcome no to around the horn um yeah. i uh i made fun of ashley when we first started dating because one time she found a spider in her bed and she like murdered it with like she tried to murder it because it got away with perfume just like sprayed it with a bunch of perfume and i said now it just smells really good and it's gonna fucking kill you right um i but just i mean i have i have room spray that i just absolutely annihilated this thing with i'm watching it's twitching on the floor right now beside me i and i I do i have a napkin i don't want to get it but holy christ like if i could move my camera i'd show you guys this thing's insanely big pick it up and show us yeah pick it up yeah go fuck yourself and show you (laughs) oh i'm sorry douglas uh i didn't mean to i didn't mean to walk on you but please So Continue. what we were discussing was was athletes who are being you know are we're talking about just federations we you know with Hockey yeah. Canada how they basically tried to cover up the scandal uh, Soccer Canada did the same thing they had a coach who was a female so- now I'm a female soccer coach that was my thing right like I was right. I was a female soccer coach yeah and there's a lot of responsibility when we're going to like travel tournaments and parents are trusting right. you alone with their daughters oh, yeah. and this. This this soccer coach who was like I think the U sixteen and U seventeen uh, women's coach was sexually harassing or sexually molesting his players and as as a as a coach who who primarily trains uh, female players it made me sick to my stomach and away from I, I don't don't get me wrong because it's going to sound so harsh and so I'm trying to move I got to reword it like I feel for those 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 women what they had to go through but then even now the women that I coach because now there's a distrust in all men and what did soccer Canada do? They covered the whole fucking thing up. Yep. You know what I mean? They covered the whole thing up and thank God the president just stepped down after the whole debacle with the women's contract uh, about reigning gold medalist ranked number six in the world. And they slashed their budget on a world cup year, you know, like it's, it's gross what, what, what they do. And that's why I think when I see guys drop, like, Oh, fucking, if women's sports made the money that men's did, then they wouldn't do that. Well, it's like, no, if people invested into women's sports, like they invest in the men's sports Bingo. or invest into some of the some of the other sports in this country, like gymnastics and that type of thing, you watch how fucking fast those things can blow up and, and garner an audience. Because I will tell you right now, boys, and I will fight this till the death. 
there are sports like hockey that I have to admit, there's a, a noticeable difference between the men and women's game. The women's game's a little slower. There's less contact. There's a noticeable difference. There is almost no noticeable difference between men and women's soccer. No, almost right. no, almost no notable difference. If you didn't tell me what sex it was, or I couldn't see sex, I wouldn't know if I was watching men or women because yep. it all looks the same to me. In fact, I will argue that women are tougher than men. They do not go down like the men do. They don't do mm-hmm. the theatrics of rolling on the ground. They will actually play through. There's a great article I read. It was an editorial to a to a man, not a, but a you know a letter to the editor. Mm-hmm. It was this guy from England. And he said, I was watching the women's uh, England team face a German team in a friendly. And I have to tell you that it's, you know, it's fake football. It's not real. When I watched the Premier League on the weekend, or no, not once did I see a woman fall over and start rolling around on the ground. Not once did I see a woman screaming at the referee. Not once, you know, all the theatrics that come with men's, you know, soccer. He's like, I didn't see any of it. So it wasn't real. You know, and obviously it was all tongue in cheek, but it's so true. Women actually play the sport tougher than the men do. I almost think they they feel and and this is just me projecting a thought, but they may feel incumbent on proving themselves a little harder than men do, and men take advantage of that in in sport because they are so well covered and they're so um, where where there's room to be uh, theatrical and a diva and a drama queen when it comes to trying to 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 garner attention even more so than they already have. Whereas women just want to play the fucking game and right. be, have the same amount of attention that even, even a fraction of the attention and the sponsorship and the coverage that men do. I've always said this about women's sports. If we covered them the way we cover men's sports, they would become a thing. Do you think everybody was a big football, baseball? The only thing that's ever made everybody rabid fans of those sports is marketing. That's the only thing that's ever done it. You may have played it as a boy. You were a baseball player. You like to hit T-ball. You like to go play slow pitches. You got older. You played some fastball. Fine. That didn't make you a diehard Blue Jays fan or a diehard Red Sox fan or a diehard any fan. Marketing did that to you. Marketing made people diehard sports fans. Marketing makes people diehard politician fans. Marketing does this. Exposure does this. And we don't expose people to women's sports at uh, at all com- comparably to men's. Oh, a thousand percent. Now, this may shock you guys, but my kids don't usually ask me for help with their homework. They go to their mother. And I know that's going to be shocking to you I'm guys. Shocked. But shocked my kid actually came to me the other day asking me for help because she was doing a project on Christine St. Clair. And so she knows I'm going to know every answer. So we're doing it. And at the end, she had to say, like, what's a fact that you need to know about Christine St. Clair? And I said to her, Christine St. Clair was arguably the best player in the world on the women's side, like the best player in the world at worst top three. And Soccer Canada did nothing, nothing to promote that and take advantage of that. That's right. And promote the game. Right. I, I went to high school with Diana Matheson, like new Diana. Her sister Catherine and I were in the same grade, like growing up from grade six and on. Diana Matheson has scored the winning goal against France to get us our first bronze at the Olympics. I believe it was the London Olympics. Right. She's a hero for this country. Right. Returned to Oakville to nothing. Right. Yet if Connor McDavid scored the goal to win Canada a gold medal and returned to Newmarket where he grew up, 
we 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 would shut down for a week. There'd be parades. You know, the only mean? time I've seen that for a woman was when Bianca Andreescu won the U.S. Open. Yes, yes, people got tennis. Seems to be the one sport that women are acknowledged. And I think that I, was, I do believe yeah, that that's. I was going to say that too. Yeah, that's the Steffi Graf and Serena Williams effect, though. You right. know what I mean? Yep. It's it's, but yeah, no. And Ryan, I think you nailed it right on the fucking head, man. The women have to just play the game and fight for it. But yeah. it's not even just like women. It's outside of the four major sports. When we were doing the one o'clock in the morning podcast, we found I found, you know, I found out Douglas was a, a competitive dancer. And the first thing I said to him is that is the fucking hardest thing to do. You know what I yeah. mean? And I challenge any man man out there. I'm 270 pounds. I'm six foot one. I played football, boys. Fucking, I'm a man's man. I challenge any football player, any hockey player, lacrosse player, soccer player, go do, I don't mean fucking little, you know, with your, go do some real fucking dance classes that are intense. You're going to be on the floor throwing up. Your legs are going to feel like jello for a week. It is the hardest fucking thing next to curling that I ever did as an athlete. (laughs) And Douglas does both. He curls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but growing up before I did it, it was like, oh, you're a dancer. <laughs> what kind of athlete? Are yeah. You? No, they're fucking athletes. They are fucking athletes. Goddamn right there. They're better athletes than we are, guys. I'm telling you right now. What was really odd, though, is that when I was a kid, no sporting ability whatsoever. I could not translate it into sport. I, did, I didn't get to do any teams, start on any team sports until grade nine, all throughout elementary school, try as I could. I got, made the track team on the day of the meet because there were two of us that were about equal at running 200 meters and they made us do a runoff that day, which of course meant that I was winded for the actual <laughs> Well, to be honest, Douglas, and this is this is me flexing, but, but it's also, it, it's humble brag, whatever, however you say it. Yep. I was growing up what they would, what they, I was deemed an elite athlete Uh, Mm -hmm. injuries and other life decisions derailed everything I did, but I was deemed an elite athlete and I could not do competitive dance. So it doesn't always translate anywhere. I mean, I did not have the flexibility piece, the rhythm, the, all that stuff. I had none of that. And you did contemporary, which is even fucking harder than all the other ones because you, you do weird shit with your body man like you guys are like <laughs> like for me it's weird shit for you it's normal but for me it's just weird yeah, shit it's weird too. it's weird yeah. shit i've done things to my body no people should do to their bodies <laughs> i do i do the i do the <laughs> overweight white man big bird at weddings <laughs> when it comes to dancing i do this do you do, you do the the two steps no just the, no just this yeah just the sway Oh, you don't yep. even do the feathers. No wings. Oh. Oh, every you once got, in a while, the yeah, the, you got to like, get the depending wings, on though. the depending on the song, we might get the the hands up a bit. Yeah, September yeah. comes Usually, on from Earth, Wind, and Fire. You got to get the you got to get the, or wings. the yeah. hitchhiking. <laughs> yeah, picking the apples. Yep. <laughs> you know, sometimes I, I I swear to God, I like I watch like my daughter was into dance like uh, like from the time she could walk until uh, maybe a few years ago, which she also, by the way, has just told me that she's uh, interested in again which i'm super excited about because of the fact that as they get older the more expensive it gets um the uh and and watching what they went through even as kids like little kids it's like i couldn't do that like you would get invited in every once in a while the parents would come in like once every month or so to watch how their progress was going before the recital right you would get a chance to get a glimpse so that that you know that I swear it was a way to, for the dance studio to justify taking all that money every month um, to make sure that your kid was learning something. And um, I 
there's no way and they were like eight I'm like i couldn't do that i couldn't i couldn't keep up with that pace you know and and it it, it taught you lots of things it taught you balance it taught you um uh coordination it taught you discipline like it, it like there's so many things it's like it's like martial arts but with music you know i've always said dance is one of the the best things you can get your kid involved in yeah yeah both my kids did. but dance. again with a good uh instructor yeah of course yeah, because i i went into contemporary because like third day of dance class the teacher said you'll never be a dancer your butt's too big <laughs> see we've only ever seen you from uh the waist up yeah we've never uh, seen Douglas. the behind well you yeah, got a, you yeah, got well, a booty now, on you now, now that's not the case when i when i was younger i had i had to i had to pull, i had to buy 34 jeans to get them above my thighs and my waist but my waist oh. was 28. He danced when I his stopped, ass when I off. Busted up my leg and busted up dancing. I took up competitive swimming and I was uh, not a sprinter. So it was like 1,500 meters and then open water swim. So my legs kind of slipped down and then I developed lats. And so I was shaped like a triangle before. <laughs> like uh, Grimace. <laughs> Pretty much. Like a Grimace. Very, very narrow shoulders and na narrow shoulders and very wide hips. Okay. <laughs> what, a, what a compliment. <laughs> like, like what the you went from not being able to dance to a graceful grimace listen both my kids started in dance they did ballet and they, they did tap and now they're both mixed martial arts fighters so you know what i mean yep. it's and it, and it totally corresponds over yeah all right and my sports came later like right it was it was swimming and it was curling and it was tennis and so they weren't the they weren't the team sports that my body was best for afterwards i discovered them later turns yeah. out oh, i did have some athletic ability all along who knew <laughs> All right, Mike, you are on the horn, and I'm really hoping tonight that we can get to Ryan's hooker story. Two straight shows we haven't been able to get to it. I hope we Three. can get to it tonight. Three All right, straight so shows, my, yes, right. So Violet. my question, what is what is the hooker story? No, 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 I'm just, it's... Uh... <laughs> yeah, what is the hooker story? <laughs> my topic is... <laughs> uh, no, what's your favorite pasta sauce? No. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll be honest. So I, well, that's I what we hope in, for. I, I came in bragging Orion a little bit. I said I have today off. You know, it's the first you know amount of time in a while where I was like, I'm gonna step away from work, just kind of do nothing. You know, that's that's not a mic thing. I don't I don't do that. That's that's not me. For oh, me no, to put my drunk. phone down. For me to Wasted. close my yeah. He's drunk. My this is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the, the glass of ice. I love you guys. The dog ate your homework, didn't it? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. It's all right. I'm just the help. That's why I'm here. Oh, oh, oh. Here comes the white victim card. Hold on. We're no, talking no. about Mike. Yeah, if you're going to yeah. say that on the show, you have to put it. We were on a show one day and Mike and I were fighting, like legit, like screaming at each other. And then we got. We settled down. There was a bunch of people on it. We settled down. We weren't like Mike and I get explosively mad at each other, but then it goes away. Like once the argument's done, we're done. And Mike said some sarcastic comment to me. And I said, Well, you're just a help, anyways. And, <laughs> and we infuriated I infuriated people, everybody but the person I said it to. So that's where it all Mike had yeah. to like go do damage control for me. For oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, for a while. No, that wasn't that wasn't just like a one night thing. It wasn't like no, he said it it was a joke. Like had to had to like multiple days, like, no, it's fine. It's fine. You don't have to be mad. It goes back to what we were talking about last week. Like, you don't have to be mad for me. It's fine. 
it's hard though it's hard not to not to vision you as the help with that headset on though because it's usually somebody (laughs) serving me something that's wearing one of those would you like fries with that yeah there you go you're good all right mike go ahead you're on the horn all right all right so what do you guys like to do with your time off like well let me just give you a theoretical 48 hours you can shut everything off be wherever you want do whatever you want what's the ideal thing for ray or douglas or ryan i'm about to shock the world oh sorry so i as you know like to take one of my time off i like to focus on my mental health and during covid i found an activity that helps me with my mental health and i do lego and i'm working on it right now it's a it's elsa's ice castle it's like fifteen thousand pieces and it just it's nothingness i have to and it's not real lego it's like really tiny pieces that i have to like put on with like i gotta use like a pair of tweezers to put it on Mm -hmm. but it's uh it's a fifteen thousand piece set and i when i'm off on the weekends and i got nothing going on like i love to just sit there and take two three four hours and just fucking work on my pieces and my mind is just blank all i'm doing is focusing on sorting the pieces getting what i need putting it together and that's really uh, one of the ways that i keep my mind fresh and keep my mind just relaxed because as mike and ryan you know this douglas you're getting to know me my mind doesn't stop you know what i mean yep. like it's a constant flow so when i got time off and i don't have to think about anything that's what i do to relax myself and bring myself down hmm. douglas uh for me uh, if i had 48 hours uh it would involve a very intense snuggling session with my sweetie uh and probably throwing a dinner party because i love to cook and i love to have people at home and (laughs) and somewhere in there if it was nice out going to play some tennis i do want to i do want to play tennis with you this summer i just picked up tennis about a year ago and i'd I'd love to play with you this summer all right you're on ryan what's your 48 hours it's got to be something um, to do with the barbecue. Well, it's it, of course you know, like oh, yeah. smoking, smoking something like a long haul in the backyard. Like waking up at five in the morning, brewing a coffee, putting on some sort of like jazz or something really low key, quiet, sparking that grill or sparking that smoker, like lighting that firebox. That entire waiting for the coals to become perfect and sipping coffee shit tweeting while i'm doing it you know um now it will uh include making fun of uh uh ray's elsa castle on that as well it's gonna be good don't even um, care uh, yeah, don't yeah even i know care. Uh, yeah i know well that's that's why it's that's the whole part about being go, ryan. and people are gonna let people it go ryan <laughs> people but people are gonna shit are gonna shit pile on it with me and i'm just gonna be like i don't I'm, i don't give a fuck you guys are you guys sit and watch my show, so I'm jo- I'm joking because you know what I absolutely love Lego. Like Lego is one of my favorite things in the world too. Just so you know, I just don't have any. Um, I used to. Well, I used to have it like because Kaylee loved it, right? So we would uh, we would always like she would she would start something and she was never huge on it. So I would be the one that would sit and try and finish shit, right? So. Uh, but no, it's definitely it's definitely cooking. And if it's not if it's not with a smoker, if it's not like firing up a smoker, it's getting into something that's gonna t- I know is gonna take me all day or two. Like when I make like I made that um, the, uh, it started out I was I was trying to make a, a broth. I was just gonna make like a, a 
pure stock, like from by my like like from scratch. Get the bones, get you know, like simmer down, you know, reduce, reduce, and everything else. And then all of a sudden, I was like, why am I, why am I stopping there? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go full bore, and and uh, and I ended up putting the uh, the recipe on cryer, um, and making an actual like forty eight hour process. Um, uh, reduction, like a beef reduction that was, you know, you could freeze and use over and over. So mm-hmm. getting lost in that and like taking over a kitchen for, for yep. a day or two yep. is my, that's my, that's my Zen. That's 100% yep. my Zen. That's awesome. similar. Yeah. I know what you mean when you say that too, because a lot of people I talk to, they're like, Oh, cooking is so tedious, so ridiculous, like so stressful. And I'm, I'm the, the same way. I'm like the exact opposite. Like, if I could just like stare at the smoker all day long, you know, yeah. while I have my phone and I'm like, I'm perfectly Make, content. Yeah. Making a, a proper Sunday gravy. Like when you yeah. make it from scratch, like you yep. get the pork simmering and you get the tomatoes and you simmer the tomatoes down, you get the water, you know, like, and, <laughs> and you have a, a sauce that at the end of the day, when somebody says what goes in it and there's four ingredients and then what the hell took you so long? So right. taste it and you tell Still me loves. what, yeah, you take, you taste it and you tell me what took me so long. And they're like, this is the best tomato sauce I've ever eaten in my life. Right. So right. yeah. Uh, and, and, and it is to me, it's brainless. It's uh, it's not stressful. It's the opposite of stress. It's you put some good tunes on. Yep. Um, you start with coffee by the afternoon, you're dipping into maybe a glass of wine or two while you're in the middle of it. You're having good conversation with whoever's in the house. Yep. As long by the as way, Ryan's in- afternoon starts at nine 30. Yeah, as long as they're not in my way. Yep. Because then uh, then I might get a little fucking Gordon Ramsay on you. Yep. <laughs> uh, but, get out of my kitchen. All yeah, right. yeah. So, yeah, that's my, uh, that's definitely my son. That's definitely my son. And and, and, it, and it pays off. It not just, it pays dividends for me, but it also pays whoever's around me because they get to eat really good food. Yeah. Let me ask you something, Ryan. Yeah. How many times a year does Ashley just have enough and just kick you in the nuts? <laughs> Um, are you counting it? <laughs> Fifty-two weeks in a year. She's three. a really patient wife. Like she's so patient. Okay, because I know I'm a lot. Like I'm a lot. I'm a lot. As you somebody who's a lot, I yeah, you are. I get yeah, it. We're right. Like, you, you know. And I, that's why when we start texting, it turns into a three-hour session of just a lot. <laughs> Because, yeah, it's true. We are. We're a lot to deal with, right? Like, we are very high maintenance, and she's the most low maintenance person. When it comes to a relationship, she's incredibly low maintenance. <laughs> and, but when it comes, to, like, like she's, she's high maintenance in other, other areas, but they're, they're, they're cute, they're manageable, and those are like, those are her things, and that's what makes her so special to me. But I'm, I'm high maintenance all the time. I am a, I'm a, I'm a bit of a piece of shit. Right. So, uh, and I know it. So the odd time, and she's very patient and the odd time, it's so funny because she doesn't, she doesn't get yelly. She doesn't get screamy. She just gets snarky like me. And when I hear me in her, I know I've crossed the line. I know that I've gone too far and it's like, Ah, fuck, I'd say that. I would have totally said that to her a hundred times before she says it to me once kind of thing, right? So, yeah. Uh, kick, uh, the proverbial kick in the nuts, I'd say it happens once a month I get put in my place and I, I, I get a, a bit of a reality check. So, 
Yeah. There's times that Kate will look at me and just say, like, can you not be on today? (laughs) Can you not be Ray? (laughs) Like, can you just, like, not, like, like, not be your online persona? Can you just, like, you don't have to have an opinion about everything she says. (laughs) (laughs) And she definitely said, she said, it's it's gotten a thousand times worse since I got the crier. She's like, because like your guys shit is so opinionated. She's like, you've gotten worse. Like, like I'll look at me. She's like, I'm watching the stupidest show in the world. You got to pause it to give me this big, long fucking opinion about how they're mistreating the army ants. I, <laughs> I swear to God. I just, and it was so subconscious. It would have been, it should have been something that I brought up when you asked that question. I literally was texting Ashley. Hey, can you bring me a drink? While I'm here talking to you guys and bullshitting on this show, I'm asking her to make me a drink. And I sent a follow-up message because she didn't answer me saying, are you sleeping? You up? (laughs) Well, just so you guys know, my beautiful bride came in and handed me a coffee while we were on the show. She would never come on camera. But she brought me a coffee because I texted her and she was up. She was up picking up my daughter because I couldn't pick up my kid because we're on this show. And I texted her and said, hey, I started the coffee too late. Can you please bring me Well, she did come down. I don't know. Like, it was during the, my spider debacle. Yeah. She did walk down and look like, like peek her head in. And I wasn't ready at that point. But I was ready now, and now I'm being ignored. This is why I don't like not doing the show live. If I did, she'd be w- watching w- live. She would be watching like when I did Dean right. Lundell. When I was on the Dean Lundell show, I'd be I'd be like this. I'd be taking a sip, and she'd see it. That That's how because she's a great wife, and she would be here refilling it. But you just you always you want to pre-tape your shows, so I go thirsty. And as I tell you, as I <laughs> tell you on Twitter, on a first of all, it, my shit is t- terrible when it's live. I don't know if you guys saw around the horn sports on Saturdays. I had to. By the way, I know you guys know, and I did put it on Twitter. <laughs> I recorded a 45-minute episode on Saturday and didn't have my mic on. Yeah. So so I went live, and it's the worst audio in the world because my fucking computer, for some reason, like, it's fine like this, but if I go live live, I I just get choppy, and it just, like, it sounds awful. I was listening to the audio today, so that's why I like doing this. Um, Listen, I'm still paying the extra for StreamYard, so we're going to go over the 60 tonight, Mike, so you don't have to give me the... Are we? Yeah, not much longer than sixty. I got I'm doing another person's podcast at nine thirty because I put out a stupid oh, tweet right. that I joined the Illum- that yeah. the Illuminati. Now I got to do an Illuminati podcast. So, oh yeah, you're oh. on with uh, Brenton and uh, I am Machete. Machete. Yeah, Machete. Machete. Yeah. Yeah, I never met right. Chris. Bob. Chris is a great Chris. dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Chris is a great guy. So Ryan, you're on the horn, bud. You can wrap this up, and then oh, that was when you're me. done. No, oh. no, it was Mike. Mike was asking about the Zen. Yes. Oh, that's right. Don't worry, you don't have to remember. That's right. I'm not. I'm not important. Oh, Mike, see what I mean? Just because you're the help doesn't mean you're not important. <laughs> oh, like Douglas mm. playing the violin for you. <laughs> <laughs> what the, yeah, what is that? Uh, it's the stitch going on, on right around right now on TikTok and on Instagram playing the violin do you know what i love about this right now i love somebody who will bring the joke just to the brink of too much you know what i mean it's like you'll bring it right to that line of like okay this is gonna get old but then you just need it stop right at this right time (laughs) (laughs) all right ryan you're on the horn all right 
I'll keep it light as well because you right. two drove us yeah, to the side of down. the mountain. Um, okay. You're in a plane crash. The four of us are in a plane crash, okay? This actually works really first. well. We survive. We're on an island. And on this island, this is a part of the Getting Sauce podcast as well, by the way. Um, on this island, it, we have all the fresh water we can drink we've got you know fish in the ocean we can we can catch and seafood and uh vegetation is growing so we have sustenance but with that said there is a magic box on this island and every time you go to this magic box the same food and drink is in that magic box of your choice the only rule is is you can't share with anybody else on the island so to put it in perspective, in the morning, you could have, you know, cereal, toast, and whatever, and a coffee, and you're the hero of breakfast. But come 8 o'clock at night, when you're sitting around the campfire, and you're snacky, and you're eating banana leaves and drinking water, are you having a good time? Um, what's in the box every time you go to it? Hmm. And so it has to be the uh, same thing every time. Every time you open that box, it's the same same thing every time. So what I said was for mine, just to give you some some somewhere to go with this. Um, one thing I'll never get, and it's one of my favorite things in the world to eat, is breaded chicken wings in a spicy buffalo sauce, just dripping in sauce, right? With the sides, like with the the carrots and the and the celery and the and I like ranch. I don't like blue cheese. And yes. there is an ice cold draft lager, a pint, like an ice cold, like the other uh, the glass is frosty. It's so cold. And that's like that's my that's my gig. That's that's for me. Like so a lot of people say prime rib, you know, a whole prime rib with the fixings. But I find that's going to get really old really fast. I I eat wings more than I do prime rib. I do love prime rib. Don't get me wrong, but that's what's in my box when I open my magic box. I think you copped out a little bit there, though. What type of beer? Um, you can't just say lager. Uh, that's a good question. I'll say it's a, a Coors banquet because I, I don't get me wrong. I do like, I do like, um, like, like hipster, um, um, shitty IPAs and stuff every once in a while, but I need like five real beers in between those kitty beers. You know what I mean? Um, so I will stick with the one that I know. And if I want to get fancy, I'll go find some tropical fruit and drop it in there and make it a, a hipster beer myself. Right. So, so for me, I go cheat meat a lot, like brisket. You know what I mean? That like slow cook me pork belly. You know what yep. I mean? And do really slow cooks. Yeah. If I splurge and do like a steak or something, I'll usually get like T-bones. Like that's usually my my thing, right? Yeah, best mm -hmm. of both worlds on a T-bone. You're right. Yes, you get both. That's why I love it. Yeah. And I give my kids the shitty side and yeah. I take the good side. Yeah. Right? 100%. Yeah, of course. However, one thing that I'm in love with, but I never buy because it's just so expensive, is tomahawk steaks. Like that would mm. I love like a like a rib steak, yeah, yeah, like a rib steak. I love a rib steak. Um, I wouldn't even want the fucking fixins. Like I would just want the steak. It would never get old for me. And I would. Yeah, but you don't it. have to. 
you don't have to eat the fix. You can throw them out because they're there again. So, like, All load right. your plate. Load your plate while you're so here. So, I would have a tomahawk steak, but cut fucking, like, razor thin because I yep. could snack on it or I could eat it as a meal. Nice. Right? Okay. That's it. And I can, I like steak cold. Like, if it sits for a bit, like, say, you know, you, you got a leftover steak, I'll just eat a steak mm. cold. Like, I love You're a fucking animal. It. Yeah. Yeah. I'll eat it cold. Okay. So, I'll do a tomahawk. How's it cooked? How's your steak cooked? Oh fuck! Nothing more than medium rare, probably thank rare, God. probably thank rare. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's got to right. be very pink in the middle, almost almost burgundy in the yeah. middle for me, and not quite blue. I need a, a little bit of color. A little, on it, yeah. But, I'm, I'm I'm exactly the same. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I sometimes it gets a little too chewy. Sometimes I undercook it trying to get that. It's like fuck. I could have lasted thirty more seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's gonna be cooked like that on the side. So I'm doing the fixins. I'm doing onion rings. Like I need the I need onion oh, yeah. rings on the side, and I'm probably going sweet potato fries with it, and then uh, broccolini. Like a chipotle mayo. Yep, chipotle mayo with a with broccolini because I love broccolini. God That's something damn. I can snack on as well, and just like like blanched uh, broccolini. It's got to be crunchy. It can't yeah, be like yeah. soft. It's got to be crunchy broccolini. Uh, with a with a lemon, so I can squeeze it on the broccoli. That so that's so good. That's probably it. And then my drink, my beverage, it's probably a Corona with a lime wedge, in a bottle. That's a good idea. Shit, I didn't even think of Corona because I do love Corona. I love cerveza with the lime. You're absolutely right. Good job. All right, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna cheat. I'm cheating. You guys gave me too long to think about this. When I open up that box, it's gonna be a whole taco station. There's going to be beef in there, chicken, veggies, Good for cheese, salad, like salad and shit. Good oh, for you. you. I think smart. that's, we have an applause thing there. I think that was, that was smart. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. That wins. That wins. I'm coming over to your hut. <laughs> yeah. You're not get allowed. Lime, get <laughs> everything, <laughs> get everything to make salt, whatever kind of salsa. You can you make want. a lime crema and everything. Look at you. Exactly. Go. Exactly. Mm. exactly. And then you get uh a nice big tall uh, glass of sweet tea to go with it. So that that'd be mine. That's iced tea here, right? Yeah, 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 yeah with sugar. Yeah, yeah, the sugary iced well, tea. Well, all right, it's it'll be chilled tea, sugar on the side. How about that? No, no, just we don't say like sweet tea here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we just we'll call say... it iced tea. We don't have iced tea without sugar here. No, we In just Canada, call it iced tea, and it comes with sugar. You can't. They have yeah. you can get the you can get the 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 expensive hipster one, one. The hipster without sugar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we just call it iced tea. <laughs> Which is um my wife ordered a, uh, an iced tea in the states and they brought her a hot tea. And Thank I was you. like I was like what the fuck did <laughs> where was the confusion? See see in New England everybody calls it iced tea. I call it I call it sweet tea because because that's you're a southerner. That's a Florida thing, right? That's like a Georgia, Florida, yeah, whole sort yeah. of. Yeah, Georgia, definitely Georgia. I was down in Georgia once and ordered an iced tea, not knowing. Yeah, and got that, and I loved it. Don't get me wrong, without the sugar, with lots of lemon, it was really good. Like it was yeah. refreshed because it was hot as fuck that day. See, see, the reason I specified sweet is you said there's plenty of water, so I figured you yeah, know so- something different. Not to yeah. mention, I, I could mix in some of the stuff from my uh, epic. That's station. the smartest answer. Just so you know, I've played this game, Mike, yep. and I'm not kidding, for over 10 years with people. Like when you're sitting in a bar, you know, we have bar chats and shit. 
that's something I'll always break out around a table. That's the smartest yep. answer I've heard in 10 years. Because you get variety mm -hmm. there. Yeah, and you can make yeah, a salad. You could make a you could do anything with that. Like that's just so smart. So yeah, yeah. you were you were super smart. So you can have your yep. steak. And I bet your beef's gonna be like fucking premium steak. You know what I mean? For like sure. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. So it's, it's my it. box. <laughs> can I go again? <laughs> connors right. what's in yours connors you got the uh, horn. well uh i went fancy i went fancy right. um definitely duck i love me some duck cooked duck. how how how's it cooked like peking Jeez. duck a la range no, um, no, no, no. Uh, confit with a blackberry, uh, blackberry sauce. Smart, Very smart. Nice. Yeah. Um, do, do, do. a really, really good mash that's really buttery, really garlicky. Yeah, like a. I do. I actually, I've got a recipe coming out on Cryer on getting sauced of uh, our dirty garlic mashed potatoes that we make here, and it's uh, oh. yeah, it'll change your life. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm a. Whatever vegetables there are, there has to be broccoli, plenty of it, and mushrooms. Uh, you know, for mushrooms, onions, broccoli, you can have whatever else you want, so long as them three are there. Uh, and uh, dessert-wise, it's got to be something that's super decadent, like chocolate. I don't care what it is. Okay. Uh, and to drink Fuck, I didn't order a dessert. whole bottle of 1992 Beringer Cabernet Sauvignon, because that wine is like swallowing God and having his robes dance on your tongue. I'm sorry. Can you say that slowly? Yes. Beringer 1992 Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah, a cab sav, but it's like what? It's like swallowing God and having his robes dance on your tongue. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I want Douglas on your every tongue show. needs a push I know. For the like, <laughs> I want, you know what? I'm gonna forego my spot and just give it to Douglas and watch this every Wednesday. Like <laughs> we should talk. Like we should this used to be this used to be a four-person show back in the day, you know, and then it went down to two. Douglas we, says his Mondays are pretty open, I think. My Mondays are pretty open. Right? Because Douglas, you get wrapped up in your shit, right? And all the political stuff and Ryan. <laughs> gets locked up in it hit well now he's a little different but he used to get wrapped up in the political shit i was always yep. in the sports world mike was like fuck ray's mad again i gotta deal with that <laughs> shit where this show is just like this own little like you know right. it's just it's just dudes right we're just right. we're just talking it's, it's think about i it. think you're a good fit i like I'm douglas here <laughs> think about it douglas think about it all right, I will seriously think about it I, i'm yeah i'm pretty down for it so there's an offer you can have a piece of the horn yeah. <laughs> oh my. Oh. One, this is like one show and you guys are already offering me a piece of your horn. I am. Like, no dinner, no movies. No, no. <laughs> what like, kind of boy do you think I am? We're old school. <laughs> we're, <laughs> all right. This is my German coming. This is my German coming out of me. Like, let's just get to the point here. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you next week, Douglas. <laughs> das ist fantastisch, ja? Ja. Uh, is that it? Do we have anything else? Uh, Douglas, one. Oh, uh, we ran out. Yeah, we ran out of time for the porn or for the hooker story, though. Oh, no. Uh, next yeah. week. Next week. Four straight. Right. Three. Four straight weeks. He now. goes first. Fuck. He goes first. 
I, I, it's not a it's not something to go around the horn with it was just something that we brought up in the first episode like the premiere episode of the show we were talking about uh i'm not going to get into it but uh it was it was a funny story about hookers in hamilton and uh, well i can I, tell my story because that it, it'll kind of tie so yeah, but we, we used to when i worked in hamilton we played a game called chase the hooker and basically what you do is is you would drive down barton street this would be after our shift in our gear <laughs> I was working. I was working in a in federal ear. prison, and you would drive about twelve feet in front of the hooker. And this is like, this is pure hooker. You know what I mean? Like this is like two teeth. You know what I mean? And she'd okay. run up to your car, and as soon as she get there, you'd pull up six feet. You know what I mean? Oh. And then, and it was a stupid game. And Ryan, it was a dumb game. I was stupid, young and dumb. But Ryan apparently has a great fucking story. It's now been four weeks. We still haven't heard the story. I want to hear the hooker story. I won't let him tell me off air because I want to hear it on air. And we've run out of time again. again. Fucking thing. F- <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> There's no words there to play us out. What does that mean? To play us out. <laughs> 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 all right guys this is around the horn uh listen let's go around the horn tell everybody where they can find you what you got going on ryan we'll start with you what's going on on april 1st and 2nd what's going on with your your new show outside of around the horn and uh where can people find you i don't have a new show but i'm excited for ray's new show according to dean blundell and that's getting sauce the podcast on the <laughs> crier media network and Ray is apparently taking over the food truck at the Cheese Boutique in Toronto, 45 Ripley Avenue, 11 a.m. until we sell out both days. But we have lots of food on order, and it's quality stuff, too. Everything is being sourced from Cheese Boutique. And if you've ever been there, you'll know that everything there is top-notch. Like, everything is quality in that place, right? So 11 a.m. until we sell out, uh, 45 Ripley Avenue in Toronto, Come see us. We uh, we will be there. Lots of Cryer Media personalities will be on hand as well. Um, I know Dean's coming. I think Marianne is coming from Ottawa as well. Ray, I believe you're making a, an appearance at some point as well. I'll be uh, there on the first. Marianne, Marianne and I are dealing with our beef on site at the food truck, just so ooh. everybody knows. We're also shooting the inaugural premiere episode of Getting Sauced, and it is called a podcast, but... Um, this is going to be very uh, visual. This is going to be, and, and read my article that I put out yesterday about the show and, and kind of explaining what the premise is. It's at crier.co. Um, just picture Anthony Bourdain without that kind of budget. And that's what we're aiming for uh, locally. We're going to try and do uh, some some good cinematic, uh, witty voiceover. We're going to do, you know, like we're going to tell a story. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. So April 1st, April 2nd, uh, check us out. We're at uh, Cheese Boutique taking over the food truck. I do have That's a question good. for you, Ryan, because I got a DM because no word will I, guys. People DM me about to ask Dean questions or to ask Ryan questions when I'm like, just fucking DM them yourself. Somebody DM me, Ryan. Is there a debit option or is it cash only? Yeah, no, though. There's debit. There's cash. There's uh, it's it's funny. We we were panicking about that because we're like, we're not a store. I'm not a store. I don't have debit. I don't take debit. I'm a person, you know? So uh, that's why we went to Cheese Boutique yesterday, and that's where all those, uh, the micro content that I've been putting out the last 24, 48 hours is from, is from us being at uh, Cheese Boutique. Um, and we had that all, all ironed out. Everything's good. You can bring your cards. You can bring debit. You can bring MasterCard. You can bring whatever you want. Uh, and make sure you bring lots of money, actually, because um, money's good. And 
that's going to help the Getting Sauce podcast uh, uh, get its uh, get its legs as well. And Ashley's butter tarts are worth it. And her maple pecan Canadiana butter tarts are going to be there. And uh, yeah, you'll that's see. That's how I'm leaving this world. So we're good to go. Should be mm. in your box. Yeah. Should put so, my wife's tart in your box. <laughs> Ashley. I'll see, I'll see you on the first. <laughs> Terrible. I am deathly allergic to tree nuts. So She's just, doing so, I've and so is. Sorry, just, just to, on top of that, yeah. so is one of the people at Cheese Boutique that is a, a like a, a very um, integral member of this. Ashley has a plan for an entirely nut-free um, batch of butter tarts for people that do want to keep that separate. So. I was just planning for you on weak, for you weak people. Yeah. I was pl- I was just planning on letting your first episode of getting sauce go off with a bang, and I just die. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Around the horn finishes, and right? now it and, becomes a whodunit. And getting sauce starts, and it's just me going anaphylactic and just fucking. <laughs> it's, 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 it's Colonel Ashley in the food truck with a pecan. <laughs> <laughs> all right douglas what do you got going on what are you doing where oh no ryan where can people find you at ryan lindley right at ryan lindley you can find us also at getting sauced pod at getting sauce pod on instagram which uh is kicking off pretty well too is and getting underscore sauced on twitter yeah ryan or that the getting sauce followed me on twitter and i i didn't put together that it was Ryan's podcast. <laughs> it took me a minute. Yeah, <laughs> that it was Ryan's podcast. <laughs> Douglas, what are you doing? Where can people find you? Where can people find what you're doing? All right. Uh, you can find me uh, every morning on the Cryer Media Network at 7-ish, gay standard time, uh, hosting the Daily Beaver. <laughs> GST. That mean that means if he gets up <laughs> seven seven o'clock plus GST. <laughs> the number one show to watch in your underwear, people. The number Absolutely. one show. Absolutely. Really is. Hey, some, sometimes we broadcast in our underwear too. You never know what you might get. Hey. Um, so yeah, on the Cryer Media Network every morning, uh, Monday through Friday, about uh, 7 a.m. ish. Uh, we do the Daily Beaver. Mondays and Fridays, we have longer shows. We call them bites. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, shorter ones, we call them nibbles. Uh, and then, if, uh, of course, uh, we have uh, our YouTube channel, YouTube uh, True North Eager Beaver Media, and uh, you can find our shows there. And uh, if you happen to be in Kingston uh, starting uh, June 6th, uh, I just found out earlier this week that I've been cast as the lead in the play called Over the River and Through the Woods. So we'll be at the Domino Theater for uh, Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays for three weeks starting June 6th. So please, please, please come and see it. A pretty cool comedy about very loud Italians. <laughs> we, we have one of those here. That here. None, nothing. <laughs> we, we have one of those on the panel. What? 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 Okay, hold on. Be quiet now. He's talking. <laughs> Mike, where can the people find you, man? Uh, what is my handle? Oh, producer we ran out of time. Underscore. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah, Mike N oh. on Twitter. And thank at, you for Matt Damon. At producer <laughs> underscore Mike N. Yeah. Oh, what? good for you. <laughs> Didn't know your own fucking Twitter handle. I'm tweeting there. I'm angry. 
And uh, just by the way, if anybody sees anything come out from the Around the Horn Twitter page once a week, that is Mike. <laughs> That's Mike doing our uh, bang up job on our promos. <laughs> That's Mike banging out our did socials. You, did you even update the Twitter thing? No, yet? it's still at Who's Got Next Pod. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I can't even tweet out because I can't what do, do it from my phone. That's what's every time I think about it, I got my fucking phone in my hand. I'm Sorry, like, we'll, we'll t- we're gonna change the name of this again like twelve times. You might as well just wait. <laughs> I say since Mike is joining the show, I think it's our fourth name. <laughs> it just literally it's like mike and i we bring a couple people on they quit then it's just mike and i then we bring a couple more people on they quit so it'll be interesting to see how long ryan lasts and since we've peer pressured douglas to be a, a, a normal part of this show too let's see how long they last with this show. maybe it's me mike maybe i'm the problem <laughs> maybe like people always seem to leave upset with me so maybe it's it's my problem <laughs> No, Ryan, help. But here's what I'm going to tell you. This is what I'm going to tell you about the the, the guys that are here. All all of them. See, there's two types of alpha males in this world. I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean? (laughs) To end the show? Yeah. Yeah. There's two types of alpha males in this world. Five, four, three. tomorrow, and that is a... Sorry, go ahead, Ray. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today, and we will leave you with a... I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can... I'll write it, and we'll do it live! I have to promote my show, so... Sorry. There are two different kinds of alpha males. There's the ones you see on this screen that can fucking just deal with shit and then there's fake alpha males who are betas that run away like babies you know who you are anyways um maybe i'll edit that part out no you let you leave that right fucking where it is mike told me to just let it go (laughs) (laughs) mike's like it's over just move on but now it's fine everybody knows i hold a grudge forever so it's uh just call me man is penny your favorite color too Respond to my texts. You're going to be petty, be Tom Petty. <laughs> well, we're free falling. Anyways, um, I now have uh, re- we've recreated the spinoff, which was Ray's Got Next. It is now Around the Horn Sports, which will go every Saturday at 5 p.m. And it's basically just a wrap-up of the week, all the stuff that I work on on Cryer. As you know, my stuff on Cryer isn't really the analytical stuff anymore. It's more just looking at the bigger, broader stories and sports. So uh, I was I was happy with the content from the first show. I wasn't happy with the, with the mic audio, but we got into the Carson Briere. By the way, that douchebag got uh, charged today with three different charges. Thank you, Ryan, three. for uh, sending that to me. Thank I you. will be writing about it. I will be talking about it. So you can check that out every Saturday on Cryer Media. Sometimes I interrupt the uh, the podcast uh, in the middle and people, but honestly, people are watching that show probably aren't watching the podcast and vice versa. Different audience. So I don't think we're really, I don't really think we're stepping over each other. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> we're good. Um, that's it. Thank you for tuning in Around the Horn here every Wednesday at 7 p.m. And as I said at the beginning, we are trying to solve the podcast issues of, why we're not available across all podcast networks, even though we have been approved to be across all podcast platforms. So we're, uh, we're figuring that out. And uh, until next time, you're all legit. Kid. Hey, man. 
Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.